Hello, beloveds. Much to discuss and share and transmit to you uh, at this time. We have new codes available and opening and blooming within for the cosmic child. The cosmic child is returning now into the human, into the earth. And this opportunity for another level of reclaiming that innocence after the wisdom of lived experience that I have spoken about before is available with this cosmic child and much, much more. I'm going to try to uh, kind of unpack some of this for you. Now, the cosmic child is an energetic of the child being fully equipped and immediately able to function fully without the guidance of uh, or protection or whatnot of parents or authority figures in general. And this is sort of the energetic of it, kind of the template of it. Um, we will certainly be seeing some very interesting things with new human children being born, but I want you to go beyond that concept here and to really realize this is available in you and for you, and there are some bigger pieces as well. So these cosmic child codes are here to stop the looping energies related to obligation in the parent-child dynamic. So, okay, many use the um, concept of karma. I don't use that concept and also um, useful to be aware that as of about a year ago or so, uh, it became fully possible to simply step out of whatever your sense of karma was. But I do think that there has been absolutely, so instead of thinking about karma, let's think about from this perspective, there has been uh, looping energies, many different varieties of looping energies that individuals and collective and planet has had to work with um, and kind of remove, if you will, kind of the splinter keeping the loop in place and to kind of be able to sort of liberate up and out of that. So this looping energies related to the obligation component in the parent-child, child-parent dynamic is what we're talking about here with the cosmic code. And we're talking about this both in the sense of a biological connection between a child and parent or any other kind of connection, right? So that can be, you know, it can be literally parent-child where we have, um, uh, you know, an adoption situation, a foster situation, any any kind of a situation. It doesn't have to be about biologics. Um, and so, and this relates this kind of obligation looping energy between the parent-child dynamic relates to something I shared recently um, uh, about the distance between experiencing giving service from joy and giving service from obligation, that that distance is as great between the two as we see between the stars. And with this new uh, cosmic child code, we can break that loop, 
that obligation loop. So before I go on to the, the, the even broader perspective on this, think for a moment about where have you been in the parent role and where have you been in the child role? And within your human experiences, where have those created um, any positives, any negatives, right? Like what have been some of the themes related to that? And what would it feel like internally to simply allow the release of obligation bonds in those relationships? And after the release of those obligation bonds, there's a choice around stepping into connection, stepping into relation uh, from a place of wanting rather than needing. Um, and so we see the want, the needing piece, the, the energy of the needing can usually come for the child, right, during the early years of the child experience, and then that can kind of get baked in. But we also see it on the far end of the parent spectrum when the parent is very elderly and the child essentially is sort of becoming the parent in some ways. Um, and so this is all, you know, this, there are a lot of different nuances for individuals around this. The, the, you may be having awarenesses in your own uh, personal journey and experiences of, oh, now I understand why something was a certain way in relationship to, uh, in some kind of parent-child relationship um, uh, context. Um, I, I certainly had uh, an interesting little one around these for myself. It was really like, oh, that's another another little uh, nuance about you know that particular aspect of my human experience. Um, so very fun. These can be very useful. Um, and these energies are moving very fast, and we're and going to keep moving extraordinarily fast throughout the month and into early April. So, um, you know, this is we're in the passageway. We've been talking about that. As we're going through the passageway, there are just going to be like uh, things of this magnitude. This is an enormous magnitude. Like if this had come in a year ago, I'd probably spend two months talking to you about it. But we don't have time for that. <laughs> Because really where we are in the passageway and where we're going is developing the capacity to kind of integrate, assimilate, understand on the fly. So it's just a very kind of emergent, quick, la, 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 boom, got it, go. And we don't need so much of the human mental model, right? Now, we always find a little bit of mental model, like, useful, right? That kind of, ah, where it comes alive, we feel it come awake and alive within us in some way. And we can kind of hook into that and have kind of a visceral experience. And that combination of the mental model and the visceral experience is really what loops us, jumps us ahead, excuse me. And so this kind of looping energy is, um, is, is something that's been... Uh, kind of a significant issue for a long time. So more broadly, this is also supporting the ongoing dissolution of energies related to fixed and inverted hierarchy, which many uh, can understand or are working with through the lens of the masculine and feminine energies. So you know, we've had an experience in the collective for thousands of years of a uh, kind of increasingly intense and um, and and really toxic, um, harsh hierarchy, 
harsh hierarchical constructs. And we can think about this from the perspective of you know, patriarchy, extractive economics, the kind of continued sort of, um, you know, oppression, repression, and denial of, um, of, of feminine energies, of, you know, uh, of, of any challenger, if you will, to that kind of alpha point, uh, singular kind of idea of hierarchical sort of leadership uh, that is a fixed construct. These are fixed, these fixed uh, energies around hierarchy and also inverted hierarchies. So those are two different things that you may choose to feel into for yourself. So kind of the fixed just being that kind of really concretized, really like hard to get to move, you know, et cetera. And then the inverted where it's just like the exact opposite of what kind of should be, if you will, around quote unquote hierarchy. So as we're seeing kind of continued um, um, correctness, maturation, distillation of feminine and masculine energies um, on the, in the planet and around the planet for the, for the beings, what we are also seeing is, you know, the reemergence um, of and the rising up of the feminine um, to more correct position and that kind of flipping of the inversion what we what i want to what i where i want you to be focusing is this idea of that hierarchies themselves are not the problem it's the fixedness of them that is and so we can think of uh, hierarchies can be fluid and can shift according to context. And this is a feminine leadership, a feminine hierarchy, hi way of working with hierarchy. And let me describe what I mean by this. So a fixed hierarchy is where we have gurus, where we have the priest classes, where we have the sort of the temples and the keepers um, uh, who, of the wisdoms um, who won't let anybody in, right? Who won't, uh, you know, much of the, of the legal class and the medical class in uh, the Western world is devoted to this idea of there's this incredibly arcane or esoteric, not in the magical sense, uh, difficult to access information, and only the select few get to have access to that. Um, and as I've said, the age of the gurus is gone, is dead, is over, and has been for some time. And a more fluid, feminine way to approach uh, expertise is to really think about, I think the word mentoring is working for me for now in this regard. Um, so if we think about feminine energies and uh, within hierarchies are fluid and shifting according to context, I'm thinking about how I am a leader in various contexts related to certain kinds of information or, or, or mechanisms for transformation, blah, 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 right? And I would go to and 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 be uh, not the leader with someone who is a leader in contexts where I need their expertise, their knowledge, their skill set. Right. So I want to learn, you know, new, cool, next level digital artist 
uh, skills. Great. I need somebody to teach me that. They are going to be my mentor and I'm going to be learning from them. And the hierarchy in that relationship for a period of time will be with them as the leader and me kind of as the student, with them as the parent and me as the child, although not of course, there isn't like any of the kind of uh, particularly Western ideas, internalized ideas about parent-child, right? So this cosmic child energy comes in, the codes come in to disrupt and stop the looping of that keeps this fixedness in place. Um, and there are very specific pieces related, as I said, to parent-child, but also related to this um, opening, expanding around um, easier engagement for yourself uh, and for others and for all of us with fluid uh, and shifting hierarchies based on context that do nothing to kind of diminish those that are lower, quote unquote, in the hierarchy at that moment, right? Um, so thinking about all of this, consider and kind of feel into where are you in obligation loops here? And, and these are ending energetically. They may already have ended and you may have seen relationships that fit this dynamic and this energetic have ended or you're in the process of ending them now um, or some aspect of a, a very important relationship in your life uh, has been carrying uh, kind of the, the looping energy and that is ending and you're working through that together in some way. So these are endings and remember that one of the realities, if you will, or the descriptors of the passageway that we are in is you can think of this as like the end times, right? We are in the end times. There are many endings. You've been experiencing so many endings in so many different ways and let those mycelial networks that are here energetically support you to decompose and dissolve and break down all the ending energies so that they can then be converted into soil for that new life within you, for that new stage within you, for that next uh, thing that you came here to be. Now, I want to also tie this to those of you who have um, been following me for a while will understand when I tie this to, um, particularly if you've been working with uh, the Founder Code journeys, um, the star center within us. So quickly, kind of a brief description of this. This is very complex, if you will, that you can spend a lot of time with, but this should be enough to kind of either hook you back into, connect you back into these energetics if you've already been engaged with them or to begin uh, connecting in with it. So you have a we have a star center within us energetically that opened last year and it is essentially kind of in the middle of your body, pretty much between your kidneys if you're looking to kind of locate uh, anatomically. And uh, you may accidentally think of it as your solar plexus kind of energy if you're using um, kind of chakra systems and locations, but it is not the same as that. And so this star center within you um, is went through a period of opening uh, access being available and huge expansion um, a, about a year ago and then, you know, ongoing throughout several months there. And of course, everybody's on their own kind of timelines. Um, but inside that star center, 
there is an esoteric white hole. Now, the white hole exists in all beings, and it is the white hole through which we bring our cosmic self, our macro self, and our original self into our biology. And the unity of this trinity of cosmic and original self with human self inside the human body is how we rebirth the cosmic child within us. It's more deepening of that unity. Now, you don't need a guru to teach you how to do this. You don't need to sacrifice or deny yourself for years to access this truth. This is all of those kind of old ways are kind of gone. Now, you may want mentors in various ways to support as you're going along. Uh, that's a little bit different, right? Like that's a different energetic. There's not a permanent hierarchy, so to speak, right? It's just a, a fluid, emergent, contextual, brief hierarchy. So this is the star center, the white hole, that access to original self and access to cosmic self, um, that has been within you. And now the cosmic child codes also within you and available to you. The light that you have grown within yourself and that you have shown out to brighten and lighten the world simply by being more that, just let that guide you, right? And more of your light, letting more of your light kind of shine, that will also guide you on this next part of the journey. This connection into the cosmic child within and this kind of letting these codes come in, this creates a new level of freedom a new, uh, yeah, a new level of freedom, a, a, and it, is, it also opens us to a more expansive kind of everlasting love uh, that is just really beautiful. Um, there has been uh, and will continue to be this expanding of the energetic systems in the heart space. And so you may have already been experiencing this as I was um, last month, or you may, you know, this may come in for you later. And I also hear for at least for myself that there's going to be more waves, if you will, of expansion around the heart space energetics. And, and what this has really looked like is a, uh, I forget what these, there's a toy that basically, you know, allows you to kind of make the, and make the structure of it go bigger. And, and I wish I could remember the name of it. People keep telling me and sending me pictures of it and then I don't remember it. And that's probably because it involves squishing it down to get it to pop out and that's not correct. But if you can imagine kind of a spherical kind of energetic grid work, um, sort of sort of sacred geometry, if you will, around the heart space and having it suddenly expand to at least twice the size, but really like when I feel it, so that feels like twice the size feels like more connected to kind of closer into the biology, but it feels like whoo, like a like a 10 times, like a 10x whoo, big opening, just this big whoo, opening out. And the energetic opening is immediate. And then there are biological shifts required to support and contain, like, uh, uh, to, 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 yeah, to, to support the main, maintaining of that new expanded energetic space. And so, you know, you may be having weird experiences, um, 
unusual experiences uh, related to your heart space. These could be very direct on like your skin, like rashes or weird little periods of like numbness um, topically. And I want to be very clear that you always need to listen to your own self about whether or not you want to seek professional help for any kinds of body symptoms that you have. And I'm not giving you medical advice and I'm not a, a, a medical practitioner. So just being very clear about that. But you may be having these sort of weird things like rashes or kind of numbness on the skin um, or even kinds of like phases of like heart palpitations or um, and then they then they're gone. Right. And it's like, oh, hmm, OK, whatever. Or pains in weird ways in kind of the back or the front or both. They may move around. Um, my experience was that they would just move around um, throughout that whole huge area. It was a kind of a giant uh, kind of left, mostly le more left side focus for me, um, and uh, and some some just really big intense stuff going on there. I haven't had kind of physical um, representations of energetic shifts of that intensity for um, for at least several years. So that was really interesting um, to have the experience, um, and and at times not very fun. Right. So just, you know, if you're having some not fun, like just like let it keep doing its thing. If you feel like this is correct. We also have been having, um, I would say, less, you know, uh, dramatic, but still very impactful expansions and reworkings in the crown energy space. So that's kind of, you know, around the head and the brain, um, at, at particularly as it relates to kind of the sort of both receiving uh, in from the top of of, if you will, kind of your energetic kind of system um, and also kind of the sending up and out um, and remember that we are a uh, radio tower that both receives and transmits and uh, and then also down in the kind of root base area and also kind of sacral area there have been some really big reworkings as well um, for different people at different times so this has been very beautiful and allow and support and lean into these to occur. Don't worry about, oh, I don't know if that's happening to me. I don't have these awarenesses in my mind. All of these energetic pieces, they occur whether you kind of, whether you're aware of them or not. And um, it's more fun when you have the awareness and you can kind of mm, uh, accelerate, amplify, make greater, make bigger when you can kind of come into the awareness. So, where, But I don't want you to feel like, oh, I'm being denied that in any way. And of course, you should investigate where you move into internal stories or narratives that put you in that child's position of, oh, the universe is withholding that from me or I'm not good enough or I didn't behave or I didn't properly, blah, blah, blah. You know, I didn't complete the test in grade six, you know, whatever it is that is really kind of a child energy there. This is the cosmic child energies are the thing that kind of breaks that loop for you and gives you that just immediate kind of whoop. You get to skip over a lot of uh, stuff that in the past would have taken a much longer if you if you even could really loop it. So remembering, so with this energetic expansion in the heart space, we're seeing this just incredible rise um, you know, you may be experiencing this within yourself, um, and we're seeing it in humanity, uh, that kind of the energetics and the kind of de delightfulness and the kind of requirement, like beyond craving, like it's a requirement for harmony and beauty 
continue to rise. Of course, beauty is subjective in most senses. Uh, I would suggest that you work with the idea of beauty less from the perspective of what do you visually see and more from the perspective of does the thing that I'm seeing, is it kind of the more, as it has sort of distilled the essence, uh, the kind of the pure essence of the thing? Um, and in a delightful way. And and harmony is a very important shift away from things like balance, which are, are polar, right? We want words that are pan-dimensional. Um, think about your words. They matter. They matter, they matter, they matter, they matter, right? What, when you think about, like, so I've been spending a lot of time thinking into the word abundance, um, and I don't have an answer for you about this word. And uh, if you, you know, if you have something, please uh, send me a message. But it's a very, like, I've, what I feel is that there is a shift still required for us to kind of almost recode the word. But even there, it doesn't feel like it's quite adequ- adequate. And what I'm speaking to is the way in which kind of the word abundance, at least as it currently exists in uh, kind of the current collective and for virtually most beings around Earth, requires scarcity. Like there isn't a, there isn't an, a, like it doesn't pop out of the polarity piece. It's the same thing as when I talk about I want to heal, right? Um, there are times and phases when healing is important, and I'm not denying that, and I'm not saying you should let go of that, but understand that healing requires in order to have the experience of healing you are required to have the experience of damage wound you know illness brokenness whatever and um because you don't heal something that's already complete or whole um and so when you feel ready to switch up kind of how you're experiencing things you know, to, the the words that you're using, the narratives you're using are really important. And that neural rewiring um, that you know that I speak about a lot is super important to be able to kind of fix, if you will, the habits of your neural pathways around those words. Um, so I mentioned before, I want to just emphasize it again, that we are essentially being kind of Really, we really are needing to develop the ability to integrate energetics on the fly, pretty much, um, more and more. And my version of on the fly and your version of on the fly are going to probably be a little bit different. But, um, but to, to really kind of be essentially really shortening the essentially time between when, oh, here's the new energetic to, oh, I feel like I've really got that integrated, right? So instead of it being many, many years uh, bring it to many months, bring it from many, many months down to many weeks. Um, if you've been at many weeks, it's coming down to many days. If you've been at many days, it's coming down to hours. If you've been at hours, it's coming down to minutes, right? Um, and, uh, and really where you want to get to, of course, where we all want to be is in the experience of, of a really kind of an instantaneous, um, integration. And of course that, that, requires the a very a very comprehensive integration of your cosmic self um, which sometimes people ask me what do I mean by cosmic self and so I think the shorthand for this is your macro self right and your human is kind of a micro version um, of that um, but that integration of that more and more 
one of the markers of that integration is that you can just sort of, oh, the energetic comes in, boom, I got it. Next, let's keep going. What's the next thing that we're doing? Um, and so that is a very beautiful experience, I can tell you. So I want to speak a little bit for those who um, have had... Now, before I do that, I want to I wanna just... For everyone, it is time to step up and into your purpose in this life, what you truly came here to be. That's a, a big kind of message with these codes that to just reinforce that for you. And then I want to really speak to folks who are still experiencing um, pain, working with or avoiding uh, working with related to kind of the idea of your inner child, um, your early human years, right? And understanding that we have there's been a reason that we have experienced growing attention in recent years to the idea of the inner child across a variety of different kind of disciplines and modalities for helping people um, to work with these energies. And it's really about kind of preparing people, giving people some mental models and also some tools that can support the early stages of this access to an integration of the cosmic child codes that are here now. And... Um, what I want you to, to hear from me is that if you are still experiencing pain from this, first of all, I love you exactly as you are. And I want you to understand that it's fairly impossible to work through that pain alone. We are not really wired for alone in many different ways. Um, and there are many different ways to experience kind of connectedness that doesn't have to be the traditional gravity realms version of it in human, but certainly the human uh, biology is, is wired for that traditional sense. So it's fairly, fairly impossible to work through that alone. And so I do really want to encourage you to find that kind of mentoring support um, in whatever ways that you need to be able to work through that. And I want to encourage you to seek that which contains expertise related to kind of the nervous system piece, the brain and neural retraining piece, also the kind of embodiment piece, which is really very important to, um, to both nervous system and the brain side, but it also it is required um, for the spirit piece, which is very important to all of this, right? Um, and, and for some of us, we might even think it's the whole the whole game. And uh, by spirit, I just mean loosely like heart, emotion, spirit, connectedness, the feeling of, you know, what the good feelings, the good experiences, the quality of experience we want to be having. I'm using like a lowercase s there. And you don't have to, if you will, ascribe to or resonate with all of the ways in which I describe my understanding of the nature of reality. Um, so... A couple of things that I just want to kind of leave you with around this kind of like some of the things that can really help in the day to day wherever you are along this kind of continuum of of having resolved and completed obligation loops um, as child, as parent, um, as both in you know, direct parent-child relationships as well as um, you know, places where it's more the dynamic of that. Music is such an powerful, powerful thing. 
one of the things that I have found to be just super just delightful in many ways to support many different things that I think is appropriate here is to reclaim love songs, right? So there are so many beautiful love songs in the world and many of them are written in a very kind of traditional romantic way of like me and this other person and we're going to have this glorious incredible romantic love and I love to have them in my life and they make everything wonderful. What I want you to do, what I've been doing for years now and find to be incredibly fun is to take all your favorite love songs and just energetically rewrite them as being about you singing to you. And you can, you know, think about it, you singing to you, singing to your inner child, you singing to your cosmic self, you know, whatever that is, you know, if you're, if you're in a connection to the divine, whatever, it doesn't matter, but really rewrite that and really reclaim kind of the love songs for that purpose. And that can really give you, try it out, like find a really wonderful love song that you really enjoy and, um, and try singing it and dancing to it to yourself whatever aspect of that you want. And this will, I think, very much boost your ability to access and experience the incredibly brilliant golden light energy that is um, always here now for you. Um, and then specifically, it may increase your access to an energetic that's very related to the new um, cosmic child codes and accessing them, which is this very kind of high, light, pale, pink energy that is very, very vibrant, almost a kind of like neon pastel kind of electric pink. Um, and uh, for those who like to talk about star systems tied to uh, the Andromedan star, star system, um, and for those who like dragons, there's the, there's a an experience of this energy in the form of a pink Andromedan dragons. Um, and it doesn't matter whether any of that works for you or not, but for some of you I hear you'll want to hear that. But this beautiful kind of very... Um, light, uh, high, pale, electric-y pink uh, with just the, just the sh like a shimmer of gold throughout it is the energetics of this um, inner uh, opening of the Cosmic Child Codes. So I hope that you are kind of connecting into this as I'm sharing about it. And... Um, I'm trying to keep up with all of the important, fun codes to share with you um, in my human, in my kind of in my linear, you know, 3D creating of materials because it feels very, um, it feels both important for me to do that, but also it, it is it is really fun for me to do that. Like I experience joy recording this and sharing it with you. And as you know, I am in now a phase in my life where the organizing principle for my activities is very much what creates, what is fun, what brings joy, what is playful, what is delightful. Um, and so I just want people to, to, to be aware of that. And if you feel like, oh, I want that too, understand that that is also when you when you uh, uh, when you break the loop, the obligation loop, that's what occurs. Then you have that opportunity, and you can bring that energetic of what I'm describing about for myself, organizing principle for my entire existence. You can bring that energetic into your relationship as a parent to your child, and you might say, "Well, that's ridiculous. My three-year-old child, you know, can't function without me. Of course, I'm in obligation." You can be in service to your child from joy, 
and not from obligation. And I encourage you to dive into that. Um, and if you're struggling with that and you really want to work with that, I actually, you know, I know some folks who are really incredible experts around this particular area. So, you know, that they like to work specifically in that area. Um, it's a, it's a very fun, powerful area. Um, many of us are, you know, kind of working through the other side of that, right, with our parents. So think about what would change in those relationships. Really have a good time with it. Bring the fun, bring the joy, bring the I want to be in that relationship, not I need to be in that relationship. Whether it's an internal relationship within aspects of yourself, whether it's about, um, you know, kind of parent-child dynamics, um, uh, literally or um, figuratively. And really also remember to nest this into that um, larger kind of theme of the uh, continued restoration and maturation of correct um, uh, masculine and feminine energies and the way in which that then makes available to us a kind of a feminine oriented hierarchy that is fluid, that is flexible, that uh, shifts around based on context, based on relationship. Um, and yeah. Have fun with it. <laughs> keep on shining. Keep on choosing your delight. Keep on focusing on your delight. Remember that your neural pathways are yours to tend, are yours to corral, are yours to direct. And, um, you know, that where your focus, that's your focus. Put your focus there. Put your attention there. And that is where your neural pathways will be. Um, okay. I love you. Keep creating. Keep being keep expanding, let yourself have integration times, which sometimes for some of us can feel like, oh no, I'm not expanding, but you know, let the integration happen. And for those of you who've been impatient with longer integration periods, understand, oh, well, maybe that integration period has really slimmed down and refined for me recently and may again. Um, you know, think back over the last even, let's say month or two. I'm gonna go month, let's go month. Uh, think back. Oh, actually, yeah, Melanie, it has. Uh, that is interesting. Like now I kind of have the new thing and then boom, it integrates really quickly. Uh, cool, right? And that awareness, right? That can be also, you know, that can be exciting and fun and that can kind of get you, you know, keep you moving. It's fuel in some ways, right? In a good way. Um, the high light, happy energy. All right. I love you. I love you. I love you. Mm, thank you for your light in the world. Mwah.